Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, y'all. Take off your shirts. Get your nipple clips. Pull down your pants because you're about to get an edging. Turn on some Law & Order SVU a la Captain Sandy. Staring at Mariska. Cheeto Cheeto. <laughs> now you say, because of Kalani, when we say Cheeto fingers, now it's a whole different it's a um, thing. This is Love is Blind season two. Two. Otherwise known as the influencer season. The um, but season. it was messy as fuck. <laughs> Ironically, we, y'all, we're edging you because we're preparing you for season four of Love is Blind that's dropping on Netflix on what day? March? March 24th. 24th. March 24th, our episodes will drop the day after. It's your own personal trash advent calendar. Yes. Yes. So, (laughs) and this, you know, we didn't like this season of Love is Blind of season two. However. We had fun talking about it. We talk about it probably more than any other season now. I I agree with you. A lot of them winded up on that show, Perfect Match. (laughs) But don't spoil it for people because they want to know what what if they haven't watched Love is Blind and they don't know. Look, Perfect Match is everywhere. Well, I'm just saying. They need need to fucking come out of their caves. Maybe they don't know about Shane and Natalie and they don't know and they're wanting to. Oh, and you may not, you know, about young Gary Busey. (laughs) Who's looking for werewolves? <laughs> Y'all, it's a weird season. We go rogue, but we hope that you enjoy Very it. rogue. Very, Very rogue. rogue. We will tell you this. Season four of Love is Blind is, I think, we've wow. four episodes. It's the best season of Love is Blind we've had so far. I kind of agree with you. It's really good. So, and And, and, and especially, who thought that Cocaine Bear was going to join the cast? Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Netflix won't get us for that. I will say this, the after the altar, which we cover that too, but the after the altar of season two was the best after the altar. Because it was super, super messy. (laughs) Super messy. So y'all enjoy the ride. We had a ball covering it. This was previously just on a reality gaze plus, but now it's for all of you on this free feed. Enjoy our season two of love is what poodle? Blind. All right, ninety day. Okay, love is blind. Take one. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. It's ninety day days presenting. Love is blind. Ooh, 
it blood. I love it blood. And it's good. It's good. It's so good. It's so good. I was so worried about it being bad. I was so worried about the sophomore slump of this. No, ma'am. No, No, ma'am. Y'all, this is like, okay, picture This is bonkers. You're... You're going, you're going out, you're going out, you're go, you're having a wild, you had a summer, you've been, you've been teaching at a, a, a girls arts camp all summer, you decided to take a weekend break and go to Kittery, Maine, you get fish and chips. Why and does you're, this feel personal? Not at all. <laughs> and then you're sitting at that restaurant and then some, some, some sailor just comes Ooh. in from the port in Maine and he just comes in, he orders a fish hey and there. chips. Hey there, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> And the next thing you know, you're having a beer, and then two hours later, you're getting railed like the mermaid you always wanted to be by a sailor. And then he goes, "I can see the sea breeze in your eyes." Woo! <laughs> and then you you kiss him off in the morning. He leaves you, you in smell your bed, like the brine. and you know that he's gone back to sea. And then two years later, you find out he's married. Oh, wait, no, that's not how this is supposed to go. He's supposed to come back and fuck you. That's what love is blind. It's like, it's like two years later, you're having that good old sea sex again. Not that you. I don't think I followed that. Yeah. My, I think my real story was more sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Regardless of whatever that was. um, (laughs) I'm overstimulated because this was so fucking good. I've had a crazy day that has been like putting out fires in all directions and, and watching this, this show, show and you? I needed this and I'm drinking because of the putting out fires maybe. You better tired. not get too drunk. This is episode one and we still are doing all oh, three doing right. three episodes. Oh, by episode tonight. three, I'm gonna be sloshed. So you better Remember not when be. I used to get drunk on shows. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Didn't we don't good. really do that anymore. Didn't go good. We don't do I that. I just kinda anymore. get belligerent after a while. Mo- Insert more belligerent. Um, y'all, uh, oh. this is back for, if you don't know who we are, if you are joining going, I just want to hear two queers talk about Love is Blind. Um, Welcome. We are Reality Gays, formerly 90 Day Gays. Uh, yeah, the, theme, the theme song still says 90 Day Gays. <laughs> That's because y'all, Poodle lost his voice. We and haven't recorded we're not it. together. So we have to, re- actually, I guess, yeah, we'll record it in we're like. We're going to record it this weekend. Actually, but I'm not home until this show. I'm not home until this show ends. So fuck. No, it. I've already figured. I've already figured out how we're going to do it. I'm going to play it, and then I'm going to record my part over it, and I'm, you're going to do what I tell you to do. Eh, maybe we're not. We're, we're not going to have time. All right. We're not going to have time. It's going to be ninety day gays. But um, y'all, if you are new, I'm Matt, aka Matt Mar, aka new. Mar, AKA <laughs> new. I'm Matt Mar, aka Maddie, and that belligerent queen is Poodle, aka J. not King always thing. belligerent. Just when I have long days, just when you have long days. So, um, but we love this show. We love we love Vanessa Lachey and obviously Nick Lachey. But now I'm saying know, that I'm glad we only saw them once. I will say actually. Their dialogue they've written for them is much better. It is. Much, um, yeah. But y'all, season one, it was like so yeah. weird and halty. And remember, don't forget, we love Vanessa Lachey on the reunion. She was great on the right. reunion. So She still has that scratchy voice. Well, yeah, that's going to be her forever. I love her. I loved her outfits. Um, so y'all, if you want to hear <laughs> season one of Love is Blind, 
That is all. The first two episodes are on a free feed, and the rest is on our five or five eight dollar five yeah. dollar Patreon at five. our at our at the come no the no lonely that's, heart it's our lonely heart level which lonely is our heart Netflix level. binges. <clears throat> that's the we five dollar tier. We normally do love after lo- sorry. We normally do ninety day fiance below deck and summer house and some other reality that we that that, yes. that you'll find, but um. But and we're we gonna did do this. Love is Blind last year. So. And we're going to do the same ago. this year, y'all. The first two episodes of this are going to be on our free feed. And then if you want to join, just click on the link uh, in the show notes or go to our website, realitygaze.com, and you can join our Patreon or Supercast at the $5 level, and you can listen to all the episodes. I will definitely tell you this. We have a live show in Los Angeles coming up at the end of February, February 27th. And we're going to be talking about Love is Blind because we, I will still be keyed the fuck up. Because that will be the night before the finale. <gasps> that will be the night before the finale of Love is Blind. No, the, the show is on a Sunday. I think it airs on like the 28th, I thought. Oh, oh never mind. Oh, wait, no, oh, wait. You're right. It drops on the 25th, so we can talk about the we'll finale. We'll be talking about it, yeah. We'll be talking about Maybe we'll have somebody from Love is Blind on the show. We, no, won't. we won't. We won't. They're all in, they're they're all in Atlanta. They're all or Chicago. They well, don't they know were like, they were kind of who the thirsty. fuck we are. They were, the last time, they were kind of thirsty to talk to us, and we're like, eh. Didn't we talk to one guy? I can't remember. No, I think you're thinking of Too Hot to Handle. We talked to somebody. I don't Did think we? we interviewed. No, we anybody. talked to we talked to Finding Prince Charming people. Yes, yes, because they were really Ooh. thirsty, and it was a gay show. That was pretty. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Hey, if you're no, on not Finding Prince, I'm sorry. We uh the I almost said Labor made to love. order. Late Labor to, of love. Made to order, starring Ali Sheedy. Made to order. <laughs> um. So yes, uh, if you You've are never on seen Love- that movie, you've never no. seen that movie. I remember it though. I remember it Lone Grove video just hanging up. Come at me if you've seen Made to Order. Come at <laughs> us. It's, I've heard it. I'm sure it's good. Is Ali Sheedy alive? You know what? We shouldn't mention. Yes, her she is, and she's wonderful. She's she was great in this lesbian movie called High Art that I recommend if you like lesbian movies. Well, she'll be dead now because we talked about her. No, she was. Um, she's good. Uh, I just want to say too that um, if you are in love is blind right now and you want to talk to us, reach out. We might talk to you. Who knows? And Probably not. But you need knows? to be interesting enough. So we got a lot of stuff going on right now. So, um, uh, 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 okay. I love this show. I love this show. Y'all, <laughs> if you don't know, we'll be, I'm going to quickly, like in a second, if you don't watch the show, I will say this now. Stop what you're doing and go on Netflix and watch it. If you want to watch it, if you want to watch it quicker on your Netflix app, on your computer or phone, you can even, I think, speed it up. If you're one of those people, you can do that time. You can, Mm -hmm. um, you can watch it at like 1.5. I will say learn a lot when we, when from our show, (laughs) it's from listeners that tell me shit. So you guys, so you can, um, so you can watch, but, if you if you're not gonna watch the show, regrettably, we have to tell you the way this works is P 
people, they get a bunch of men and a bunch of women, and they all are in these pods or these little rooms. They can't see each other. They can only talk to one another. And they can only talk to one another. There's blankets. There's markers and crayons. There's blankets. Which we know there's why pillows. There. there are horrible goblets, which we now know are for continuity. Yeah. Those, mm-hmm. Y'all, those awful metallic goblets are back. They're, all, they're horrible. Um, they're so ugly. I don't know why there's crayons and markers in every pod. I don't it know is why. strange. And, and no one ever did anything used with it. them. No, no. Um, but anyway, y'all, they're in there and they're basically, they're meeting people and they are just trying to figure out if is love blind, as Nick Lachey says. Now, is love, love blind? blind? And is- they, they have to propose uh, before they leave the pods and then mm-hmm. they spend some time on the, quote, outside um, and then they get married after four weeks and they have to decide if they would want to get married. How long are they in the pods? That's what I don't, again, it they, is, they it's keep a it mystery. Secret. It is a mystery. I, I think it feels like about, it feels anywhere for me to be about in between five days and two weeks. Because I still I, think they're underground somewhere beneath like Sun Valley or somewhere. Oh yeah, I think so too. Even though I Rock- think it is Atlanta. Roswell, um, I I want to know why why wouldn't they would they why wouldn't they tell us I I don't know why they would because to me I want to know if someone pr- proposes like did Nick propose to Danielle after only three days in the pod and they still had two weeks to be there I think it is very accelerated. Um, I I think that's why I'm saying I think it's in between five days. I don't think it's any longer than two weeks, though. I know can't be longer than because two of weeks. filming, because of filming. Um, but it it is unsure because we don't know when it's when it's day, when it's night, and uh, I I it it is a weird part of the show. I still find the show much more compelling when they're still in the pods. I still say that because I agree. Yeah, um, I, I, I I wish they had stayed in the pods longer this time, but it's almost like because we watched a couple episodes by now. But um, I wish they I wish they would have stayed in the pods longer. We wish that last time, and I also <laughs> wish that the thing I didn't, you know, I there's a lot of people that we don't really see. R.I.P. Rocky. Ooh, that man was hot. Ooh, he was hot. Oh, I barely saw him, but he, he was, was hot. He wasn't. It's so interesting you talk he, about him because there was someone like called so Joey with the gray hair was featured a lot. Was it Joey but, or Ben? He was, I thought his name was Ben. Was it Joey with the gray hair? He was hot too. Joey. Joey. Oh, he was hot. He was hot. But I mean, it's, and he was featured. He was like, and we also saw friend. Vito and all these people were I featured. Like I don't like And Vito. we never really saw them. No. And which is what happened last time. I agree with that too. Like I almost wish, so every, the thing, okay, so let's talk about what's different. To me, we did not see a proposal the first episode of Love is Blind season one, if I'm right. correct. It was like, but it was, it was season two when Cameron proposed to. Episode two. Uh, it was, or yes, episode two when Cameron proposed to Lauren, correct? Yeah, I think that was, was the first one. I, I wish, I agree with you. I wish they were in the pod more and I wish that there was a little bit more like. I almost wouldn't mind if they like extended the drama of like who's who in the pod and then the last maybe episode four was just all of them proposing and kind of that drama all in one episode, but I get it. They want to build 
it makes a build up to see if someone said yes and then they meet each other and see each other it, but it also creates love triangles which is what they exact what they really want what we really really want yes yeah. what, what really i really want. really want i could we just talk a little bit what let's compare seasons just just from this first episode um i think just talking to thinking about this number 1 the, the very first moment Katy Perry's song "Unconditional" came came on. I'm like, okay, we've got a little more money now. Yeah, we got a lot um, more money now. And and it's one of the worst things because y'all, I don't know if you know this song "Unconditional," but the way she says it is "unconditional, unconditional." That's what we call bad prosody. Mm. <laughs> and I'm a Katy Perry fan. I just have a little uh, bit of problem with that. No one cares about that. Well, you can understand it. It's kind of the no. same problem I have with the Beyonce and uh -uh. Lady Gaga duet, uh -uh. Uh, Telephone. We can't get into this. We can't do this. <laughs> this is a free show to, to help people introduce them into I will not alienate people with my concerns about lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do want to say, I do want to say in our sissy squad, I popped off about Lady Gaga writing shitty lyrics, and I'm a fan. I love what she does for the LGBTQ community. All of it. I, I love all that, and I love her vocals. She's not a good songwriter. Her lyrics aren't good. And people who are saying, yep, I'm a little monster, you're right, 100%. It's their bad. Yeah, like, the sissy you write in your Lisa Frank notebook. Our Sissy Squad is our Facebook group. We're almost 10,000 people strong, <laughs> and we have fun in there. We have, we have fun in there. Fun. So I think this first season is, I think one, they got, they casting, casted way messier people. Cast. No one says casted. Oh, okay. They cast way messier people. I agree. In and this, this I think they casted, now I'm doing it. I think they cast prettier people, like model hot. This um, season or last no, season? last season. Yes. Last season was prettier. Like, like Cameron... And Lauren were could both model and, and um, Giannina. Yeah, and and I don't think there are any mo this this is these are y'all these are still attractive people, but this is like if you wanted this to say that everyone on Love Is Blind season one was like an eight or a nine, there are some good six sevens, maybe even a few fives thrown in here. I, and also, too, I like that they... And I'm not they, saying that to be dismissive. It's, it's true. No, and they, which I actually think makes it more interesting. Because yeah, I agree. Normal people. That's what we said. Yeah, they just think they're normal pretty. And, so, and also, too, not everybody last season in Love is Blind, every man was super fit and every woman was super skinny. That's true. I felt like... So I feel we like... Do they, they, more, we, we do see some more... We do see some more bigger body bodies. Types, bigger which body is, types. That's interesting. That was more interesting for me this season. So, did we have any Asian cast members last time? Ah, uh, I thought about that too. I don't. If we did, they were gone too soon. Yeah. Um. But we do have we do have an Asian woman who's now main cast. Yes. Um. And. And so I I find the casting to be really much more interesting this yeah, season. Yeah, I do, I do too. Way more interesting. Way more interesting. 
You're right. Everyone was everyone was very very fit season one. And when I, I say think- let me yes, let me when I say messier too, I mean messier not by look wise. I meant messier like I feel like people are dealing with people more emotional kind of messiness and oh, insecurity. Yeah. Um, there oh. there are no ambers uh, this season. Although no. Shayna may get us there. Holy fuck. I mean, is she We're an Amber talk about it. or is she a Jessica because she's got two men that she can't choose from? Oh my god. We're going to definitely I, talk about Shayna I, I some more. I kind of think she's I kind of think she's a Jessica of the season, but more likable sometimes. It's interesting though because unlike some of Jessica's the way she behaved, I can completely understand why Shayna is behaving that way. Yeah. Uh, so, and some it's not coming from her own insecurities. It's coming from a natural, it's almost like the limitations of, of the game itself. I say no, no, I was about to say it's what you're, I think catching on is Shannon likes to win. She's competitive. Yeah. And where Jessica was not, I kind of, I kind of am here to watch her. She's the most interesting person on the show for me. Um, um I I don't know if there's the most. I still have. To, I feel her like and Mallory. Of, her and Mallory are, are the most interesting for me. Her, th- there's a lot of interesting people on this season. So, um, yeah, I think anything else you want to add for seasons? Or are you ready to jump in? Um, did you? Maybe they said this in season one. I don't, but I don't remember. Vanessa Lachey said, "This is when you can date based not based on your looks." Race, background, or income. I don't remember it being that laid out uh, in season one. Maybe it was, but I, I don't remember to, it. I don't think so. It's They're way more <laughs> – they just know what they're doing now because they but, even say, Nick Lachey, this is proven to work. Right. Like it's some scientific study. But the, I, Exactly, because of like two couples. Um, yeah, because two couples made it. <laughs> that's, I don't know if it's proven – uh, Nick Lachey, obviously Nick Lachey. Yeah. Um, um, so y'all, uh, before we before we start, just just uh, as a first impression, which one of the guys do either of us want to bang? Oh, who do I want to bang? Uh, you, I, I'm torn on this because look wise, when you look at him first. Until he kind of opened his mouth and started talking, I was like, Poodle's going to want to bang, bang Salvador by the look. But then he started talking, and I went, no, Poodle's not going to bang him. Yeah, he's, and, too, he's too normal for me. I would fall yeah. in love with him, though. And so— I, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, God. And then I, I, I kind of, for you, I've landed on, I think you would want to fuck Kyle because you want to grab on his big ears. Oh, he is— Because <laughs> you've got a thing with ears. He's a bit of a simp for me. Um, he that's is. the problem. Uh, I really wanted Joey. Joey was my favorite one. The in silver the hair guy. Yeah. I, I, um, I, yeah, he was, he was good. He was very good looking. It's probably Salvador after everything we've seen in the last three episodes, which we're going to get to. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping me. some of, I'm hoping some, you know, Jake and I got our, 
we both got music degrees in opera from the University of North Texas, which a lot of people from El Paso, it's the best music school in the state. Yeah. So I'm hoping one of our old UNT colleagues knows him. Maybe. Um, I, I texted Sissy Alyssa, but she does not. It's not hard for me. You picked uh, Jarrett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, y'all. He's my type. Whoa. Whoa. See, it's interesting because I find him to be a complete bullshitter. Uh, in his, I, I think it was attractive at first, but boy, talk about silver words coming out of his mouth. We're going to talk he, about it. We're talking like, I'm not talking about personality. I'm but talking no, just about looks. look, look yeah. wise. Yeah. Look wise. Yeah, for sure. Um, sure. anybody else? Um, I mean, let's be honest, y'all. We would sleep with all of them cause we're whores cause we're sex yeah. positive. Yeah. But no, that's, that's really, that's really it for me. I, and Rocky, was, but we saw him once. I was kind of torn on Shane because part of me Mm-mm. wants to kick his teeth in. Mm-mm. And I will say he's got a big old dick, though. So Yeah, but he, but he talks to you so much while you're having sex. I know. No, you're right. There's a lot of intense no, looking at I'm you say- and talking. Y'all, I'm telling you this. The gross, the, 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 the dirtiest, uh, that girl part of me would fuck Shane, and then I'd feel bad about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm going to have a lot to say about Shane later. Um, yeah. But, so let's start the show! Um. Let's start the <laughs> So the way it works, y'all, is there is a women's living quarter and then the men's living quarter. So they do kind of like, they have their own space where they're living. You don't see a lot of that. Again, what I like about the show is most of the action takes place in the pods. There's um, lots of blankets. There's lots, lots of, of pillows. Yeah. It's, so <laughs> it must we're not, be freezing there. <laughs> it must be. We're going to go ahead and jump more into the pod talk because that's where the more interesting stuff is. But there's just know that, you know, there there's a lot of conversations between the girls about what I look like and what guys think of me and and Iyana saying, you know, I look like a 13-year-old boy. I don't With have no boobs, boobs and a butt. Yeah. And the you know so there's just all that kind of talk. So I feel like we should um, uh, we should just jump into kind of. Is there anything else? I don't think there's anything. No, I just I was just I just had a thought. I'm like, why did they even bother showing us? Why is the editing even showing us people who don't get chosen? It's interesting to me. I think only because I think they're only showed you because then those people feels more realistic. I think that it feels more realistic, so you don't know, but also, and you're guessing who's going to be with who. Then also, your um, oh, there's also funny moments at first, and then there's also um, they they talk. The people go back to the house and talk to other people in the house, and so it gives us that moment to talk to them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's just jump right in. Uh, so Jarrett and Ayana, or Iana, I think it's Iana, um, and they, they basically, this is, this is kind of the first spark we see. He's mm-hmm. being funny. They're talking about, uh, being close with, um, he's like, are you and your mom close? And, and this is the first reveal way early in the show. She's like, yeah. actually, my mom gave me up to my first cousin. And now- Y'all, is this, we don't know how long this is in, but is this a big emotional reveal early? It is. And already someone like Iana, you're like, 
this is going to be someone who is a lot to handle emotionally. And I don't think Probably, that's yeah. lost on Jarrett or Jarrett. I keep calling him Jarrett, Jarrett it's, but Jarrett. It's, Jarrett. it's the way it's yeah. spelled. I want to say Jarrett. I get it. It's Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah. Um, yes, but you know, because Jarrett tells us that he doesn't tell her this yet, but we just know that he was in ICU by himself for like, and so one of the reasons mm-hmm. why being here, it made him, several of them have had kind of near death experiences or their family right, or their parents died and they saw, they wanted, it had them kind of this come to Jesus moment. And that's why he's looking for pure love. But yes, she opens up to him and he's like, wow, that was, that was, you know, a lot. And she's, and you know, he said it, she said, you know, the odds were against me that I should have, I should kind of have more kind of problems and I should be kind of more, um, have a lot yeah, more I, angst, but I'm not. Should not be this okay now, she says. Yes. And Jared's like, it, well, it's nice meeting you. It, and I think he's freaked out by that a little bit. Um, it is, it is a little bit, and, and I understand, I guess I, he did ask her. So of course she had to share it. So I'm thinking, I guess there was maybe no other option. I She's guess. like, I might as well just do it. Um, so y'all, the way this show is doing this is they, they position, they're always trying to show us a love triangle about someone who is actually talking to someone else. And you're getting to witness a love triangle. that's going to go on for about three episodes. Now, Jarrett is talking to Mallory, Mallory. Next, mm-hmm. and they're both big sports people. And she's like, I'm going to call you Jer Bear. And, and she's like, has anybody ever called you that? And he's like, no, no one calls me anything. No, no one calls uh, me anything, but they're big sports people. Um, and so that's already, that's already something they're connecting with. Yeah. Um, and so what Mallory says kind of her in the moment to the camera, she says, you know, what I love about this is people don't sit. It's, it, it, it's interesting that she says this because you know, it's that whole thing of y'all. We say all the time on the show, you spot it, you got it. And I stole that from my friend Don, but, uh, cause we see this in later, I think episodes and like even episode three, Mallory's like, People don't sit with your feelings. People kind of avoid these conversations. I wonder how Mallory is going to handle those conversations. Because, right? Right. Yeah. Th- that's They're- why I, I find her to be, we've watched a couple episodes now, you guys, and I won't, I won't spoil it, but I find her to be so interesting. That, that's why this whole thing is interesting because yeah. y'all, when we are at, honestly, I think one of the most vulnerable times in our lives, not the most, but one of the most, is when we're meeting someone on a first date mm-hmm. and getting to know them for the first. Because to have a true connection, you have to have that vulnerability. And that's and that's scary. And it's weird. like, And it brings I, up all of our shit and our childhood I kind shit. Of, I kind of love that. Oh, It feels yeah. like, to me, it feels, no, I'm saying when I'm out on a first date, it feels like adrenaline to me. Like meeting someone for the first time. And a lot of people hate it. Mm-hmm. And they're because they're thinking about what the result's going to be. And I've learned in my dating in my 30s and even 40s that I've learned to enjoy just doing that um, and having no expectation behind it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I know that's a, not a shared thing. Most no, people, a lot they of people say don't. They hate dating. I hated just the online swiping. I actually like if a man would ever go on a date with me, I enjoyed that part, but you know, it didn't happen a lot. <laughs> oh well. It's fine. I'm I'm in a well, great relationship now. And when just, and when you and when you did, they were usually too drunk to pay. So they were. <laughs> you know what? Yep. Celebrating my seventh anniversary this week, so I'm okay now. But yeah, the but there is I think you should, y'all. You really try to get yourself in a way of 
getting excited about those first dates. And honestly, I kind of, when I would go on first dates, I wanted to meet someone else, but also was like, not in an arrogant way, but like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be myself. And if they don't like it, that's okay. I want to, I just, this is an opportunity to show, but with Mallory. So, and it, it, with Mallory, she is, so y'all this last year, we kind of had one on last season. We had basically like one love triangle, like only one. LC, Producers really well, they, went. They went Elsie. There was two, but none who really made it. Um, it was Elsie and Barnett and Amber, and then later on, it was Jess, Amber, and uh, and Barnett. Yes, 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 yes. So, <laughs> but, but that's uh, the only one that made it. Yes. So, um, that's kind of and so Mallory says that. Then we see now Mallory. With Salvador. It's Salvador. And he's from Whoa. El Paso. He's, I, I don't, you probably, he grew on me, but my first impression of him was I was skeezed out because he just seemed so, he seems so, he's like, I'm into vulnerability. I like crying. I think crying strength. That's great. But the well, way he was saying it with his voice. So I, I think that's his voice. And I, 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 I was see that now at the beginning. I was but, skeezed out at the beginning too, but that's him. That like, it, I see that now, but if you only watch the first episode, it feels like bullshit. Yeah. It Y'all, feels like bullshit. And he's playing a character, but it's, Salvador, I don't think it is. Salvador or Sal was an opera singer in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, they speak a little Spanish. They both, and Mallory has the same, he, uh, yes. background. He and does. He does say though, y'all. I haven't found someone who appreciates my love as much as I appreciate theirs. That's a red flag. I agree. Now that's a red flag. He also said, "I'm I'm like that's a Ferrero. Someone- I'm like a Ferrero Rocher, soft in the middle." I'm like, that is the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is the gayest thing I've ever heard. But y'all, if somebody says things like they just didn't appreciate my love. Could have love addiction. But they could really he, jump from just being in love with somebody all the time. When he sang "Adios, mi amor," you you got a little stiffy. He's got a pretty voice. He has a pretty voice, uh, um, and yeah. he's very pretty. He's actually probably. I know Jared is like a little more muscly, but I think Sal's actually the most fit guy on the show. I think Jared has a dad bod. No, Jared's like muscly. His arms are muscly and stuff like that. No, no, the mo- the muscly guy is Shane. I think, Jer- oh, well, you haven't stalked their Instagrams like I have. If oh, you want- I see. That Salvador is actually like has the most abs because. Uh, no, I believe Shane- it. Shane has a dad bod too, actually. Really? He's- yeah, he's a little soft in the middle. It's kind of like one one. And ab. Jared has abs. No, they both kind of have the same body. They're kind of like they're like fit, but like. Kind of slimmer, but, but like Salvador more has needy. the body. Yeah, Salvador has like a model, no, like it. skinny body. Yeah. So then we have um, to talk about Shake and Deep Tea. Let's yes, let's talk about them, y'all. We're okay. gonna take. We're gonna talk a, take a commercial for people on the free feed, but if you're listening on the Patreon or Supercast, we're gonna keep right on going. Poodle, I gotta tell you. I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Okay I get uh, along uh, best with girls who work out Okay <sighs> I like it when I can carry them on my shoulders at music festivals, so, which tells you I'm a total douche. <laughs> well, he's also he's uh he's a, a he's a DJ. I drive a Tesla. He's a DJ. Yeah, or whatever it's called, he does. I guess it's a DJ. I don't know. So now, I, I like say, to date younger. I will say though, y'all, because we watched the first three episodes, because yeah. uh, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Just hold on, because he's different than he is in the first episode. There is a change in this character, I well, will say. This is, but this, God, he's asking this, all these superficial questions and about people's bodies when that's the whole point. You're not supposed to do like, that, dude. Wait, so like, what do you look like? What do you? <laughs> he was like, what do you say? Um, would I have trouble picking you up? Can you imagine if someone asked that, y'all? Yeah, he he asked it to several <sighs> girls, and the girls just were like. Uh, I think it was Shane. One moment, that's superficial. She was like, that's superficial. Why are you asking that? Um, He also said he's only dated white girls. Yes. 
and actually Deep, who he goes on his kind of first Deep meeting D, with. Yeah. Deep, well, well, like she goes by Deep sometimes too. Or Deep, so he calls Deep. Her. Yeah, um, she uh, Deep D. She has only dated white guys before. Yeah. So, and they're both. What's interesting is they're both Indian. I'm sorry, we didn't say that, y'all. They're both Indian. And, and this is why I think this was a not that I think you have to be the same race, but especially if you're Indian, your parents are going to accept it a lot easier. They uh, are. They are. And when I, because especially you're from the same exact tradition, this may be uh, because if you've watched Indian matchmaking or have any any uh, or or family karma or have any any knowledge of uh, Indian culture, it is it's much easier with your family if you marry someone who's also Indian. It's true, but it does seem like in their past uh, that. Uh, Deeps and Shake don't give a shit about that. They're kind mm-hmm. of been doing their own thing. But it's um, also your family. When you're married to someone, it's very different. It's true. It's true. Um, but, you know, he's like, I love music. I'm a house DJ. And she's like, oh, my God, I love music, too. Music's great. Um, Isn't she stunning? Like She's gorgeous. She's, she's gorgeous. absolutely stunning. I think um, so, too. I think she's I think she's yeah. p- probably the most beautiful woman. She's in the, the house. most beautiful woman, I think. I agree. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Um, uh, and so, I mean, but they do this whole monologue because Deep ends up talking not just to her, but he like, y'all, it's like three different women. He's asking them all. It's all awful, just yeah. it's it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. But I will say, hold your opinion about him. Hold him until it, you see a couple shows. Because my mouth dropped in episode three about him, y'all. Me and too. my mouth dropped. So, okay, you should also know there's some things back at the house. Nick's made it. You'll, we'll meet Nick later, but like Nick made a spreadsheet. He's like kind of nerdy. That's the kind uh, of guy he is. Yes. Um, and Iana's already like, I'm feeling Jared and I'm feeling Nick. And she's like, Kyle, I think is a troublemaker. So we'll see. Um, and now, y'all, it's day two and everybody has their gold cups and they're. Drinking their water or drinks or whatever they're going to drink in. And so we meet, um, which is important, we meet Natalie. Yeah, Shane and Natalie. Um, Yes. They go on, they're in their date. And we should say this because she brings it up. Natalie's a, she's a very beautiful Asian woman. But she talks about like being an Asian on the apps. The guys meet her and then they... They say, wait a minute, you're not quiet. You're They're not. They're surprised when she's not cold and quiet. Yeah. yeah, you're loud. You're gregarious. Like, and so, which she describes herself as that. I don't know if she yeah. is that, but. Well, and y'all, Shane is a former frat boy who's who's basically running off of Red Bull. <laughs> oh, y'all. <laughs> and he has, huge, not a, he has mod- huge arms yes, and wears tiny t-shirts. He kind of looks like um, he looks like uh, Shep, uh, like a hotter version of Shep from Southern see, Charm. To see, me, I was gonna say he looks like a hot younger Gary Busey. Oh yeah, I could see like, that. Yeah, I could see that t- kind of yeah because they both have the teeth and so hey pretty teeth. There, I'm Gary Busey. <laughs> How we gonna go talk to? I never thought I could do Gary Busey, but I'm kind of doing it now. I don't. You, you should just see my teeth right now because I'm showing it and I'm kind of biting the microphone. Yeah, this is on video. Thank you. But I'm seeing this it. Is my it's my Gary a Busey. Oh, wow. I'm seeing it because we're remote. Have you seen ago. my movie Silver Bullet? It's with some werewolves. You know what werewolves are? 
<laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. I'm, I'm not going to bring him up anymore. We, we went. We went to a weird <laughs> place. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair; you can still kill werewolves. Okay, so they've got gold cups, everybody. <laughs> um, so now, Natalie does say like she didn't go out on a date with a guy because he wore jean shorts, and she never would. So that's kind of she. She is. I support that statement. I support that. She said, now she's the, her reason she saw her grandfather take care of her grandmother who had Parkinson or who like, had Alzheimer's. Some Alzheimer's. And she said, I want that type of unconditional love. So she meets Shane and, um, and they're starting to talk and she's like, I'm glad I'm talking to you. And it's like, it's so easy to talk to you. He's like, I feed off energy. Now I'm trying to talk like that. Thank you. By, by, feed by, off energy. Okay, from now on, my Shane voice <laughs> is also my Gary Busey voice. Great. I feed off energy, y'all. <laughs> That's not how he sounds at all. Yeah. He almost has a Chicago accent. I, no, it does. You mean Shane? Shane. But, but Gary Busey doesn't. No, Gary Busey doesn't. I'm doing, I'm doing Shane as Gary Busey. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying. I like you coming for me and telling me how someone's <laughs> accent is. Hey, I'm just doing what you do to me. Well, yours is terrible. It's so fine. anyway, Shane's like, she liked me. She like it's so he has this moment. I'm a now. huge tool. <laughs> I, he deal, he does seem like a tool. And he but they have this moment where she's like, she says, she, he says, What do you do? She said, I'm a consultant. And she said, you know, I don't want to brag, but I am a good fit for it. And Shane says, No. You should brag on yourself. You should you should be proud of what you're doing and being confident in who you are. And and you see Natalie take that in because that already immediately yeah. is like what she needs to hear. I'm going to tell you guys this, and my opinion may change. Shane is a dangerous person to be in a relationship with or to date because he's an undercover dick. He is he is he is very, very, when he doesn't get hit, he, he loves, he loves being, trying to get to know you. But as soon as he doesn't feel in charge of what's happening, uh, he will act like a child and he will start to get angry. Uh, I do agree with that because we see that in some later episodes. But I, he's, he doesn't like to show that part of himself. No, I think it also has to do with, I think he's actually quite insecure and he needs- He's very insecure. He needs constant validation. So when the attention is not on him, he feels like that's not validating him. And so I think he's, I actually think I agree with you, everything you just said. And I want to add to that. I think Shane is actually a high maintenance person to be in a relationship. Very much so. And he is, he is extremely exhausting to be in a relationship with. He will, he would think he's fun and playful, but he will drain everything from you because he will require so much because you think he's a cool guy and he's fun, but if it doesn't go his way, he will turn into a toddler and you will spend all that time. If you were having a bad day, building him back up to something somewhere he needs to be. I agree. Can't you so see that? I guess that this guy reads that way to me. I think so too. I, I don't think he's I feel, like a, I don't think it's, we should make a difference. We don't think he's like a, we say he's kind of a tool. I don't think he's like a bad person. No, like no, no. He has, he's just exhausting. He's, he's just immature. Exhausting. Yeah. He's immature. So he even says, I need to be in front of people. So and I will say this guy, y'all, especially with his voice, 
because he's a real estate person. This guy knows how to sell himself, which is why he also goes on a date with Shana, Shana. one of our one of our favorites. Now, Shane does say, I think I'm a huge tool. He said, can I get why I'm a tool? Yeah, he does say that. He says, but I have a kind heart. He's the life of every party. He's like, but I'm kind and I'm passionate about who I am. So we'll see. And I'll be honest, y'all. This is the kind of guy who I'd be at a party with because I'm that girl. And I, I can I recognize people like this because I recognize them as people I want to at least hook up with yes. and date for a while and they'd exhaust me and they'd they'd suck my energy like a dementor. Yes. So yeah. now they would. So Shana, y'all, Shane and Shana go on are in a pod and Shana's a hairstylist. Um, and she's like, if I find, if I find a guy who's funny and emotionally attractive, then they just get even harder to me. They just get even harder. Are you playful? Are you playful? I love that. Um, and she's like, also, I don't want to date a 10 because I don't want another woman coming after my man. Yeah. Unpack that. Yeah. Um, so she's to be trusted. Uh, yeah. y'all, I would have loved to have been in the room when this person was cast. Oh, yeah. And Shane said to her, he said, she's like, what are you looking for in a wife? And he said, self-awareness is key for me and a wife. And I went, well, you're not going to get it here. No. You're not going to hit it. And she's like, oh, I'm the biggest hype person you can ask for. I'm just like, go, 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 go. She is extremely messy. And she is. She's great TV. She has gotten through life being, oh, my God, you've got to meet my friend Shana. She is crazy. She is absolutely bonkers. Y'all. I guarantee you Shana's relationship history is reads like just a horror horror movie. Yeah. And she she you know she kind of looks like y'all she looks like the lost uh the, the lost Libby sister from Libby and Andre. She does. She's got blonde hair, she's a pretty white girl, blonde hair and she always purses her lips, but she also has gotten her lips done. So she mm-hmm. kind of so it really makes her duck lips when she's upset like going, "Mm." Mm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Mm. It's weird because I, I don't find, I don't, it's, she's not someone I'm drawn to, but I can't wait to watch what she's going to do next because she's kind of, um, she's kind of a wild dog. She, I don't gonna, know what she's going to do. She's going to fuck shit up. She's going to fuck shit up. I think, I think she is, I think she doesn't know. Y'all, Jess, Jessica, Jessica, from last season, Jessica didn't know what she wanted. No. At all. And she had horrible insecurity. Shayna knows what she wants. And like we said, she wants to win. And she's going to do it. She wants to do anything to win. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Which is much um, more dangerous than Jessica. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, yes. But she does say, are you playful? Because that's important. She does say important, my, Y'all, my least favorite phrase in the world. There's, there's a lot of important on this show. Y'all, if you say important, please stop that shit. Stop, stop. that shit. Important. Stop that, important. Important or important. Or important. Or not important. Important. So, y'all, the next one, I don't think this person's going to go far on this show, but she, good God, is it a pleasure she to meet her. impression. <laughs> Y'all, let's talk about uh somebody in the pod she kind of met with a lot of people and we might pull for some of those conversations because i know the conversation she had with brian was great or brandon was great but let's talk about nick Who's and brandon 
Uh, exactly. Let's talk about Nick and Trisha. Let's talk Trisha. about Trisha. Y'all, oh. she's blonde, pretty, like, or whatever, like, whatever people think pretty is. She's like blonde, pretty, <laughs> um, big boobs. She's just like, and just imagine she, she kind of. A there's walking, a, t- a walking Instagram app. Yes. Uh, she has a little too much bronzer and she's a little too much makeup. Yeah. Um, I think we should, I think we should just go ahead. We should just go ahead and do our first love is blind theater. Oh, okay. Let's Oh, Okay. Let's do that. Love is blind. Love is blind. It's reality gate presenting love is blind theater. Theater. Uh, Sure. Barbecue sauce. Uh, okay, right. I'll be playing the role of Nick. Poodle will be playing the role of Trisha. And action. Hey, Trisha. Hey, hey, Trisha. Hey. hey. Oh, my hey, God. Every, why is everyone so happy to meet me? Like, all, all of you guys are, like, uh, so, like, up in my grill. Like, everyone's, like, so happy to see me. Oh, okay. I just was saying, hey. Have you heard? Isn't everyone <laughs> talking about me? Uh, No, actually. Nobody really said anything about... Uh, I mean, well, well, like, talk to my Instagram followers because they'll know that. Uh, I, I have mean, a lot. You know, I, I can't say this. I'm going to say this. I have a I, lot of friends. Okay. okay yeah, a lot of okay. friends. I did it. Brandon told me you like to have hangover sex. I don't understand that. Oh, my God. It's my favorite. It's like okay. so hard to keep up with me sexually. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I do yoga. Yeah. So I'm Bindi. I do yoga. Oh, we can like do that. But I'd rather like do tantric sex and like fucking blow your mind. Oh, that there seems like there's a lot of endless options. You know, I don't do any of your online apps. I don't do any of that. Like, uh-huh. it's much better. I don't want to go out on a date because, like, okay. it's like such a waste of time. I don't want to do any of that. I don't, and I don't have the calories. What? I want to go drink at okay. a bar and, okay. like, go hook up with the bartender. And then, like, okay. have yeah, but, him call me. But so, but are you here for, Love? Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Okay, okay, I just... And my Instagram followers. I mean, yeah, love. Okay. And scene. <laughs> She's a nightmare. Y'all, Jake didn't even make up those lines. Those were no, actually those lines. those were all she lines said. she said. Those were actually things. And Jake, you couldn't see this, but y'all, she is continually putting on this matte lip gloss that looks terrible on her. It's kind of that brown. Yeah. I do want to talk to some of the women about their makeup. Danielle's blush bronzer is not doing it for me. It's just kind of gray, gray stripe. I don't, it's too much contouring. Shayna too. Boy, there's, she's not doing herself any favors. Not, no, she's not doing any favors, but y'all literally Nick walked out of that door. He shut the pod door and he went, holy shit. Yeah. Trisha is a nightmare. She's a uh, nightmare. And even when, even later when she's like talking in the women's, uh, like in there talking to other, in the, I was going to say in the women's restroom, but um, in the women's uh, headquarters or whatever, where they sleeping quarters, she's in like. The, in the women's hall of justice. Hall of justice. She <laughs> said, I forget if she says it too. Maybe it's to Iana. She says, so I, I just mean like, do you find that when you talk to these guys, every one of them are into you? Like they're every all. Every one of them. Every they're all into me. I just can't like. I don't know how this happened. Like y'all, 
she's the worst person in the world. She, I kind of want to see her Instagram, but then I don't kind of want to no, give her the don't. views. You don't. Um, we don't. So y'all, that was day two. Let's talk about, um, Nick and Danielle. Yes. Let's talk about, no, this is still day two. Yeah. Let's talk about Nick and Danielle. So, um, Nick it so Nick, uh, Nick is like, we should describe people more. We forget about it, but Nick is like kind of a nerdy white guy. He gives me these, um, he's like, if Cameron and maybe, no, I don't know. There's nobody like Nick from last season. I don't know. He's he's a there's solid. Never, there's never anyone like Cameron. Never. 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 Or Lauren. Or Must Lauren. Must be protected for all cause. Yes. Boy, they did. They had no idea of what they found. Oh, they don't. So, but Nick is like a nerdy white guy. And Danielle's a pretty brunette woman. This is important. She's thinner. Now, because she's going to talk about that. Um, but so they're kind of in there. And Nick just says to her, he's like, what are you thinking about? Um, and she's like, well, and she kind of opens up. She's like, I'm always thinking. I'm an overanalyzer. And then Nick says, walk me through that. And I was like, are you a therapist? Well, I think he's really interesting. He is. And I think he's the most interesting guy on the show for me, I think, so far. I... I'm not going to go as far to say I guarantee – I don't know what he's in. I don't know what he does, but it it is definitely something with numbers Um, Mm -hmm. because that is the way his brain – No, no. Remember, he made the spreadsheet in his book of everybody. Yeah. But I'm saying just in the logic that he thinks, his brain is working on that level, and – he will always be brain first, emotion second, but only when he is processed someone to be available to what he's going to give them. I agree. But and he doesn't seem not connected to his emotions. No, 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 seems, no, no, no. But you're right. But I, I just want to make that distinction. But he does process first intellectually. Right. And Danielle, though, is not, y'all. She's emotion, she's emotion. She's exact she, opposite. Danielle, I really like her, but she's also Danielle's a raw beating nerve, y'all. But and she's it's probably gonna be trouble later. Um I mean I, y'all, I it is it. just she is but, just like but someone so like, wrong. Someone like Nick is a good match for that. I agree for with that. that. I agree because with that. people like that need someone to caretake them, and Nick needs someone to take care of. It's true. And she says that she's that all her parents are all divorced. She's never seen a successful relationship. She doesn't really trust relationships. And Nick right. said, Well, my parents divorced since I was five. And and she said, I um she she tells him immediately she's like you know i was a lot heavier growing up i lost about 70 pounds and she said i've been in the bed uh, with a guy i'm dating and he's looking at scrolling looking at other girls or she's like i'm just scared people are wondering and uh or what if they're wondering what if i get back to my weight what if i gain that weight all back and she's very insecure about that right and she tells nick this she tells all of this so um danielle's like uh, but Daniel said he pulled that story out of me really quick. Most guys don't do that. And uh, she was impressed by that. So it's because he listens and he instead does. of talking over her, because yeah. that's normally the guy, the, normally the guys she chooses are guys like Shane. Um, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And so uh, that's, that's why there's such a quick connection is yeah, because, yeah. 
Neither, yeah. neither one. They're they're exactly, and I hate this metaphor, but it's true. Sometimes, sometimes you find exactly the puzzle piece you need. Yeah. Um, not that two people have to complete one another, but where you lack, the other person can really help you. You have to have the same kind of uh, language and values. We'll talk about lack of values later. Ooh, um, that's uh, gonna come up. Speaking of, Kyle and Shayna are coming up soon. Yes. Um, let's let's talk about that. A little sure, bit. sure, 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 sure. Um, so Shayna's like, I love your voice. Um, and basically, he says, my mom's the best person in the world. You remind me of my mom. I personally, I don't love being. I would not like being told that. But no. No, yeah. no. Um, she was like, uh, you have the best voice here. And so um, so we've, Shana finds out that Kyle is a contractor. And she said, oh, so is my dad. And so is my brother. And she said, you think right. I'm rough around the edges? And he's like, yeah, people say that about me. Y'all, Kyle is pretty. He's really handsome. He's got, I think this is cute. This is why I brought it. I wasn't, Jake and I both think like the big ear thing is really cute on him. He's ripped he's fucking buff oh i'm sure i cannot tell from moment to moment if his face is attractive i go out and like while well, i see him i'm like no he's really cute and i'll see him another angle i'm like what's that he gets cuter when he grows his beard i totally agree i agree and he has a beautiful smile beautiful I to- smile i totally agree i think like, y'all, i totally need to wipe my teeth after watching this show everybody has the whitest teeth he's one of the most clueless men that i've ever seen on television but he's a he's a pretty love sick puppy that I think he's just like a wandering puppy who just wants to be pet. And y'all, this is what happens when some some men I should I said some straight men, but when some men have are find vulnerability and they they and let it happen, yeah, yes, and they it, become almost like v- drunk on vulnerability. But it seems because. Yeah, and it's interesting with him because when you think of a contractor, I think of someone like my dad or like your brother is a contractor. But these aren't men. My brother is weirdly vulnerable, though. It's true. He can be that way. But for Kyle to really be this into vulnerability, it's just – he's just – I like that he is not who you would think he would be, a construction. No. You would not think that. And so it's it's surprising. Yeah. but they called him a construction worker. I'm sure he's a contractor. Probably. Now he says yeah. he's an old soul. Um, and that God, his, I hate that expression. And that his mom is a, his biggest influencer. And Shana feels the same way about her mom. Now Shana says that she was engaged before, and she said she's he was I was controlling. He was crazy. Long story short, God said no. He was yeah crazy, and she Which called just a, tells you y'all she blamed God. <laughs> she blamed God for that. Um. She called it off 40 days before the wedding. She said it's the hardest thing she um, ever did. Have you ever met have you ever met someone who said, I have a really new soul? <laughs> no, that's true. I've never I, well, people don't say no, they say young, but I have heard some say I have heard people say they're a young soul. Like old people? Uh just people in general have said, Oh, she's a young soul. Yeah. Oh, really? I've, said, I've, I've never heard that expression before. Oh, yeah. Young soul, an old soul and a young soul. Yeah. I've heard, I've only heard old soul because it's supposed to mean I'm, I'm, I'm young, but I'm also old. I've never heard the expression young soul. But I mean, yeah, I'll people do it say up. it about old people, but yeah. But I mean, I've heard about some people in their forties and stuff too, but yeah, you've never heard that. Like I've a, only heard young at heart. Oh, well, 
Yeah. So I've never heard someone say, yeah, I'm a young soul. Because that's almost because no one wants a young soul. You want an old soul because that's obviously more wisdom or whatever. But y'all, Kyle is not an old soul. Yeah. Come at us. If you guys, if you tell people you have a young soul, I want to know what that means. It could be a Maddie thing. We don't know. Yeah. Or no, or just an Oklahoma thing. We say weird things here. Yeah, I've just never I because I, an old soul is one of those things that's overused. No one really knows what it means. They just say it. They just say it. And the thing, you know, if you've listened to this show long enough, I get really pissed off about things that people say that they don't know what they mean. <laughs> I, mean I think I get it when people say old soul. What does it mean? I get it when people say that you have a vinegar soul. I'm a vinegar baby. I'm a vinegar baby. I know exactly what that means. Oh, God. So Shayna of a talk- sugar baby, I spit vinegar at you. So Shayna talks to Kyle, but next, Shayna ends up talking to Shane. God, I hate these and two so names together. What oh. What is interesting about this show is, y'all, and it's kind of scary if you're He's dating. He's like, what are you wearing? Yes, because you see... How they get people, very sexual. How some people become completely different people when they speak to other people. And that's, y'all, welcome to the world of dating. And so. No, that's Shane. That is Shane. That is Shane. Yeah. And that, because he's, he's a salesman. And y'all, that, these are all parts of Shane. And Shane is a good actor. That's what I'm saying. This guy is an undercover dick. He will well, make you think he's a completely other way. He is he is a good actor, but also there is, I think, energetically what people give off. And I think Shayna is giving this off giving off this vibe of more way different than what Natalie would give to Shane. Yeah. Um, and so with Shayna, that they do. Whereas Natalie's just kind of they're talking and kind of flirting. Shayna it totally is just He's like, so he asked her, what are I'm you wearing? wearing? This crop top. And like, it's, he's like, that's so hot. He's like, that's so hot. I love crop tops so that's much. so hot in my Gary Busey voice. Oh, God. She's like, do you love making out? Do you love making out? Oh, my God. It's my favorite thing ever. And then Shane says he likes to go to, he likes to fuck outdoors and he likes to fuck around in bathrooms. And that's what I, I thought. I love any looking. kind of public sex. That's what I thought he became a little bit more attractive to me. I would, God, I would totally bang him in my twenties at like a bar where I, I, I'd had a fake ID to get into. I know. Ugh, God, I know that about myself. I, you know what? I wouldn't mm. bang him. I would suck his dick in a bathroom. I, I wouldn't. Know. Sorry, everybody. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> wouldn't know that. Never done that at all. Because there's a qual there's there's a there's a certain guy you won't bang, but there's a certain type of guy you will suck their dick in a bathroom. Yeah, that's and, and that's where oral gonorrhea <laughs> comes from. Never gotten it. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Shocking, I know. Shocking. Um, so Y'all, this show moves differently. So we're before I feel like we wouldn't be talking this so much, but basically um, I think we're still on the same. Yeah. In the first episode, we already see people really starting to couple up, which we yeah. didn't get that last season. I feel like they waited more for episode two and three. Um, but um, where was I? Oh, uh, so then now we're starting to get repeats of people. Then we have Shane and Natalie again. And Shane talks about that his father passed away a couple of months ago. And he talked about how I want to see my mother at my wedding and I want my mom to see my grandchildren. And that's like the best thing that you could say to Natalie. Yeah. Um, 
See, that's the thing. To me, as someone who's dated enough, I've been on a lot of dates, you can tell when someone's winding you up. If that makes sense. Oh, Natalie can't. Natalie you can't. Can, she's, she can't, and that's unfortunately. You can tell when someone is telling you what you want to hear because he's an actor. He's an actor. He's a, he's a salesman. He's selling himself. He is selling himself, yeah. And so. I, think, I think, too, that Natalie is – he's selling himself. And actually, I think Natalie, if you notice this, he does a lot of the talking, and Natalie holds back a lot. Yep. Yep. Which, to me, that – I'll, I'll be interested to see how they are in the real world when she kind of, when you, cause she talks about being a go-getter and all that. I, so what is she here in the pod? She's thrown off, but what's she going to be like in the real world where she's back working? She's doing these things. Out of all the people on this show, I, Natalie, I want to take a side and say, girl, not that, not that I want to like her to depend on me, but we need to have two weeks where we just build you up. We need two weeks because you are so smart. You're gorgeous. We need we need we need just some two weeks of affirmation for you. And I don't think Natalie needs to be on reality TV. She doesn't for love. I think nope. this is going to be a hard process for her. She's too open about being herself. There's no there's no boundary if that makes sense between yes. her and because Shane has a boundary. Between what's there and what's him. But the other person who doesn't need to be on reality television is Jarrett. I agree, but and I'm glad for it. But yeah, but boy. Who was it? Somebody was like this way too in the house or in the pods last year who didn't have a boundary. But then when they got outside, they suddenly had walls up. So it's like the in the pods they could be themselves. Kelly. Yes. In the in the and I think she could be a Kelly. In the pods, she's able to like be that. But mm -hmm. then when she gets out of this, I think she's going to like I think it's gonna be hard for her. That's yep. No, Kelly anyway. was exactly like that. Yes, she reminds me a lot of thank you for saying that. Yep. I really liked her. She's she's unfortunately, I think Kelly is unless she does a lot of work on herself, I think she's going to be single because she's going to find, she's going to find a problem with everybody she dates. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, it was the nature of what she was saying when she was out, but I liked her a lot. I liked Kelly, Kelly a lot. And so, but we should <laughs> say Shane and Natalie, this goes really, really well. And, uh, uh, Shane, she says like, he says, uh, you know, they, they, she's like, I'm so glad you talked about that. And she, Natalie says, Shane is my guy. I'm obsessed. And he just validated this. And y'all, Shane even told her, he said, I put your name on my notebook and I put a heart around it on the outside of my notebook. And he was like, Natalie, you're, my, yeah. you're, you're my number one. And um, and Shane is watching all that. Shane is she hearing all this. she wants to win, y'all. Now, she, I will say, she doesn't pull a Jessica and go over and mess with her. No, she keeps it all in the pod because now Shane and Shana go in a pod and she's like, so I heard you basically you proposed today to Natalie. He's like, What? I don't even know. I what? don't even know. Because that's the thing. When he's called on somebody, he's like, why did you say that? I don't know why you're saying this. Uh, I don't know why you're saying this in a Gary Busey voice. Oh, She's like, you're sold on one woman already. I know it. And Shane's like, no, this process is just, we're just doing the process. We're just, you know, we're just, we're just doing the process. And she's like, yeah, I, I know. just want to keep talking to you more. So she's like, yeah, no. So they kind of fizzle. And then Nick, 
And then Nick, it this is the first problem I have with this first episode. We didn't get a lot of Nick and Danielle. We kind of saw them once. And then all of a sudden, we're about three-fourths through the episode, and Nick says, I decided two days ago it was Danielle. Well, went, Wait a minute. So now we're two days in? I'm confused. Here's, here's why. Um, we've got way too much drama with everybody else. So the more normal couple is always going to get... Because uh, what happened last time is the in the like the in episode three. Remember when there had only been a couple people who had been proposed to? We had people we barely knew proposing. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and so that's what happened last time with Kenny and Kelly. I wouldn't even mind if this episode, y'all. This show is ten episodes. I actually wouldn't mind. I we normally I would 12. never say this, but I think twelve. It should be six and six. I agree. The whole Six point the is pods. they do five episodes. Uh, well, no, actually, they do three episodes in, in <laughs> three the pods. Three episodes in the pods. And then two, two in Cancun. In, two in Mexico on, like, just with the couples. So the first five is just them. And then yep. the next five is them and out in the world. Four or five in these awful apartments in Atlanta <laughs> where they're all, like, living kind of together. Kind of together, and yeah. And doing things. But don't worry, the goblets are still there. The goblets are still there. So, um, so yeah. So Nick now it's like, you know, being with, being with Danielle makes me calm and content and we're able to spend hours and hours to get to one, know one another. And then that's what the, I don't remember them doing this as much last season, but then they do. So this is what they're doing. They're fast tracking someone telling us that they're, he's about to ask her to marry him, but then they do they show the relationship via flashbacks. So they show all these special moments via flashbacks, then letting it's us weird. see it in real time. I didn't it's love that. Weird. I think, I think it had to do with what they wanted to put into the first episode. Um, and, and it's like, they want to get to the real world quicker, which I don't I, enjoy, but I don't enjoy it, but I think that's what they think people want because maybe. there is more, there is more drama there, but I find the pods, like much more compelling. Oh yeah. I, I could watch like seven episodes of them just in pods. Yeah, me too. But I think for a lot of people, people, people who aren't like us, uh, but they, people have said the pods are claustrophobic. A lot of people think that the pod, that watching the pods are claustrophobic. Y'all put in the comments if you're on Patreon or tweet us at uh, Reality Gates Pod or Instagram Reality Gates Podcast. And let Tell us know what, what you, you think. like. Do you like more pod time or real world time? A real world time. So, okay. Um, I'm a pod person. Uh, Poodle's a pod person. So, <laughs> you didn't get that joke. Like what? Invasion of the Body Snatchers, they call them pod people. Never seen it. I know. What, is that a movie? I don't know why I bothered. Okay. Yes, it's a movie. You're winding me up. Go on. Okay. Um, That's a movie, what? you do doofus. Is it you, like a. You've heard Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Is that Spielberg? I don't know. George Lucas? Robert Heinlein, I think. It's from the 80s? It was a horror movie, so you never saw it. Oh, you, no. You, no. Would, you would have peed yourself. Full stop. I don't see those movies. I get scared. So, I don't want somebody to snatch my body. Well, Jarek has snatched my body. But so, anyway, we're talking about Nick and Danielle. And so, they're kind of, we kind of see all these moments and where they talk about, like, she's empathetic. He said he's empathetic. Like they, they, they both are friends with different people. They have so I, much in I common. I think it was very interesting. I think that's why we had to fast track it. I guess so. 
she's crying and she's like, uh, he she, gives her a gift. That book, which I thought he was does. sweet. He does say to her, though, she's crying. She's like, I feel like something bad is going to happen with y'all. That's a red flag. That's a red for flag. Her. Yeah. For her. Y'all, um, she's, she's, boy, she's got, she's got trauma that we haven't even unearthed. No. Yeah. No. It's not, it's not just, I was once a big girl trauma. No, like something Nick's else got, happened. Nick's got a rude awakening for some, yes. for some stories. I guarantee it's, you. It's like when we, it's like me when after our fourth date, where I start telling you all the things that are wrong with me. Well, and <laughs> yes, y'all, when people, as Maya Angelou said, when people <clears throat> tell you who you they are, believe them. Because then she says, he's like talking about, he, he, uh, he's saying like they talk about a ring at one point and all this stuff. And she says, Danielle says, kind of shaking her head, she's like, I don't deserve you. Oh, uh, is somebody saying that I, that I don't deserve you? Yeah, you don't. They, that I, if you say that y'all stop saying that, yes, you do. Everybody deserves love if that's what they want, or they deserve to be seen and validated yeah. in that way. Anyway, they have the final, me- let's talk about their final meeting. They have the final meeting and, um, he said it was really sweet. Nick said this, is this the one you cried on? Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought so. And they're talking about, the I did thing. start crying. When it, did you uh, cry? Let me guess. Did you cry when he said, we talked about how we could write our own story and he gave yes, her a book? Yes, that was so sweet. <laughs> I knew, I knew that's what it was. Y'all, he gives her a notebook. I think Nick is so cute. I do too. Uh, but that's, too, I like. that is, and I don't usually like blondes. Uh, same. Or redheads. Same. same. And so. <laughs> or he, people who aren't naturally redheaded, who dye their hair. Not familiar. And. <laughs> So he gives her this notebook and he says, this is the start of our story. And we can fill it with- Oh God, if you did this to me, I'd be putting in your hands. (laughs) We can fill it with memories and adventures and everything that a marriage can be. And I'm on one knee asking, will you marry me? And she says, I felt so calm because this is someone who is like finally like assuaging her anxiety. I don't think it's for long though. I don't think it's for long. And she says, I feel like it doesn't matter. So he, she says, yes. And then, uh, they, uh, they talk about their meeting. Let's talk about their meeting and then we'll we'll finish with Shane. Yeah. So y'all, they meet, um, when they, he does propose and they meet. One of the things about this show is, well, they meet at episode two. No, they, a, oh, you're right. It's, a, it's the very it's end top of it. So we don't see it. So we're just but. left with y'all. There's this hallway and there's two like Star Trek doors that open up <clears> and they just, they, you see them <clears> see <throat> one another and then the episode <clears throat> ends. Yep. And Crap so let's ball. talk about Natalie and Shane's last little day. Okay. Here. This is where I was like, okay, I this show squealed. is changing. The, this show is changing the rules and I'm into it. I squealed. And so Shane walks in and goes, well, who am I talking to? <laughs> and yes, he walks in and he's like, and he says, y'all, he think it's Shane. And he's like, Hey, what are you wearing? And she says, what? This is what? You look she's good. Like, she's like, this is Natalie. And he goes, Oh, oh. I just used the wrong persona. I for was the wrong dead. person. I was like, What? I I grabbed a lily and fell back on the floor. <laughs> I told and you to all, get that. I told you to get that fainting couch, and you won't and do it. All of my loved ones said prayers over me, 
Because I died. <laughs> Poodle, the lady of Shalott. I died on the floor. <laughs> we just went, when it, so pushed him when down she went. the Los Angeles River and somebody threw cans at him and somebody peed on him. <laughs> and she went, it's Natalie. I went, and I was, I had, I had literally, I expired. Yes. Um, and I was sent back quickly into my body. And Natalie's like, what? And she's just silent. And he's like, are we good? Are we good? And she's like, and then she's just sitting there, y'all. And he says, if you think I'm a dick, then this is just weird. And this isn't going to work. Y'all, this is him. And this This is him. She's still silent. He's like, well, Natalie, you're talking to other people, too. And Natalie finally says, I just feel a little bit led on. Now, remember, y'all. I know they're talking to other people. He already basically told, told her, her like, she you're was my number, the number one. Number one. And so um, he, Natalie says, well, if you, she's like, if you want to explore, then don't talk about all this stuff we're going to do in Chicago. I think this year the show's in Chicago, and I think they got people Maybe. from Chicago this year. Um, she said, but if you don't want to talk about all this stuff, don't talk about what we're going to do in Chicago because, y'all, that's a problem with a lot of these people. They talk about what we're going to do outside the pod. But what it is, what I love about the analogy, y'all, if you're dating a person online via an app and they're either email, they're either emailing you or texting you all the time and they're talking about all the stuff you're going to do outside of that, but then they they delay meeting you, yeah. drop that person. That's a red flag. But this is literally what happens. Oh, I guess I better get rid of like two people. (laughs) (laughs) You just read me for guilt. (laughs) Hold on. I need a minute. Let me, let me get, let me get on grinder. Click, 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 click. Click, click, Sorry. I don't think I can go with you to Tijuana next week. (laughs) Oh, well, can't Thanks go to for the- ruining another what may have been a long-lasting relationship. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. But she's saying he's saying things like it's not fair. Like, what are you? Why are you getting upset? Because he even y'all, said, I'm "Giving everything I have to you." I'm trying to find a wife. He's blaming her for acting this way when she did nothing. Oh. And, and then he says, you're on the cover of my book, for Christ's sake. You're my number one. And she said, don't feed me bullshit. And then, y'all, he says, he full this, says, this like, is not, this is not if fair. This, if this hiccup changes everything, maybe this is not, this is not what we thought. He's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Y'all, this is, this is the person who threatens to be out and threatens to break up with someone and then expects the other person to relent which is what has always done in every relationship. That's when I went, I literally threw in the towel with this guy right now in episode one. And then what happens in episode two will shock you. Oh my God. I can't even. It will shock you. And we're going to talk about it in episode two, but right now y'all, that's it. That's the show. That's the end of episode one of love. is I am so enjoying talking about this to you. This show is so good, y'all. This is a great show for you to binge and call your girlfriends and talk about this show. Call your boyfriends. Well, if you're talking to your boyfriend about this, he gay. I know some men like it. That's true. That's true. A lot of straight guys, actually. You actually should, if you're in a couple, you should watch this show with a couple because I think it's a a great conversation for couples. 
to and it's a great way to talk about if you're having not that you're always having problems but a great way to think about what how intentions work in relationships yes yes and 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 how just dynamic of who sets the rules and and you know anyway but i love this season I do too so far, y'all. So go to realitygates.com. Hey, see us in Los Angeles on February 27th. We'll be talking about the Love with is Blind Fun. guests, with our guest, Kimberly and Katie from Date with Dateline. Yes. Um, hopefully they watch Love is. Uh, I don't know if they watch. Oh, I'm going to uh, tell Love them they Blind. need to. Yep, you're just going to tell them they have to. Yeah. Yes, we're so excited they're going to be there, y'all. Um, we're going to be selling our merch. It's an LA show, so we'll actually be selling our coffee mugs because normally we'll have they're, some mugs. They're too heavy to to fly across the fucking country. So, uh, well, we probably need to get some more of those. No, we yes. don't. We're selling out of them. It's going to be a limited run because we're not playing. You want to drag them all over the country? No. They have they're a limited edition. So get I thought them you could you pack can. them in your suitcase. No. Okay, y'all. We're also going to be going to Seattle, Portland. We're very excited for that. We're going to see you in March. Um, y'all, if you're interested in this, we're going to have one more show on the free feed. And remember, after that, episode three is all going to go all behind the paywall on our Patreon and Supercast. So you have to join the Patreon Supercast at the five dollar tier yep. to get that content. Also, um, y'all. Stay tuned very soon. Uh, I did do a Buy Curious poll for those of you. So vote for our Buy Curious if you're on our Patreon. Uh, it's either between Love Off the Grid, Adults Adopting Adults, or uh, uh, Like Mother, Like Daughter. But no, pretty like much, but it's going to be between Love Off the Grid and Adults Adopting Adults. But we also are doing a, um, a crossover of Surviving Sister Wives talking about the show sister wives and that will be available next week it will so y'all um be sure to check our instagram we have an announcement oh, we've got a lot going on we do we have an announcement coming on february 14th a special announcement that's going to be on our instagram that we're going to announce something coming up all right everybody how do we end this show i don't remember i should have listened to one of our I prior episodes oh i think how we- about how about this and remember y'all my pod is open <laughs> No, that's gross. That's gross. I think we. Oh Lord, he's having a coughing fit. Oh wow, that's really attractive. I think we ended it with and remember or ask yourself. I think we ended. Is love is blind? Love blind? blind. That's how we ended it. Is it? Yeah. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 